with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus departed from there and came to his native place, accompanied by his disciples. When the Sabbath came, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were astonished. They said, where did this man get all this? What kind of wisdom has been given him? What mighty deeds his hands had by are wrought by his hands. Is he not the carpenter, the son of Mary, and the brother of James and Hoses and, and Judas and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? And they took offense at him. Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor except in his native place and among his own kin and in his own house. So he is not able to perform any mighty deed there apart from curing a few sick people by laying his hands on them. He was amazed at their lack of faith. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you. Well, happy Fourth of July. Um, Certainly, uh, that's not a liturgical, although there is a, a special prayer that if it wasn't for Sunday that the the United States bishops kind of put together specifically for the 4th of July uh, and for our country. Um, but I think uh, one of the beautiful things that we can meditate on the formation of our country is uh, this great uh, founding that is Christian in origin. Um, certainly today we have a certain uncomfortableness with that. Um, we kind of have this idea that's been fed to us about the separation of church and state that religion shouldn't have any, you know, play within the state. You know, there should be a, this very thick boundary between church and state. But really, if we look at the Declaration of Independence, it's Christian and religious at the very, at the very start, uh, as well as we look at the First Amendment, which is this amendment of the separation of church and state. And it's not to keep religion out of the state, but it's to keep the state out of religion. It's actually to protect religion. Uh, from being oppressed by the state, not the other way around, in the sense that religion and our, our faith should inform the way in which we, we act as political beings uh, in this nation, that our faith, our religion should form us in what we choose and how we fo- choose to form this country. Within the Declaration of Independence, we actually see right away, it's, it's a beautiful, I mean, there's a lot there that I, I, I just read through it this uh, uh, yesterday to kind of, again, get, uh, um, and there's a lot in there that's not exactly that interesting. Uh, but the first two paragraphs are very interesting and really beautiful to be able to read. And one thing that it sets it on is the laws of nature. So one of the arguments that the signers of the Declaration of Independence make is that they are able to do this because of the laws of nature. Now, what is that? Well, theologically and philosophically, we would say that that is the uh, Catholic theology. We have this term called natural law. And natural law uh, used to be used all the time within court and within the Supreme Court and within the United States. And it's actually been kind of kicked out only recently as uh, any sort of argument. But the idea of natural law is that there is a law to nature. Now, it doesn't mean that anything that we see within nature, uh, like uh, whatever happens within nature, oh, that's what we should be doing because we're not animals. 
but the fact that there is a law and a way in which we can receive from nature around us, that there is a certain law in the way in which we are supposed to act as human beings that comes uh, not from ourselves, but from outside ourselves, is a founding principle within the Declaration of Independence. It actually cites that as the reason that they're able to break from Britain, because there's a natural law, and this oppression that the king is giving is contrary to the law of nature, right? And so they are able to break from that. And then they, in the second paragraph, it, it reads, we hold these truths to be self-evident. Again, kind of referencing this natural law, that there are certain truths that are self-evident that don't need to be proved that we can see in our human nature and philosophically, whether we believe in God or not and without faith, but they're self-evident that all men are created equal. And they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. And among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Now, these principles in this great country are sometimes lived out better or worse, right? Absolutely. We haven't always lived this up to the best degree. And I think there's also a good argument in terms of what does it mean by life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness? Is, the, is it the pursuit of happiness of simply monetary means, right? What is happiness in the midst of it? Absolutely. There's a lot of discussions in terms of what that actually means and what are the inalienable rights within this. But the fact is, is that our country is formed from our Declaration of Independence from its very beginning is set on Christian principles and godly principles. And I think this is so important for this great country, which I think is one of the greatest countries in the world that has ever existed, partly because of our placement within history. But I think we haven't been a perfect country. Absolutely, we can acknowledge that. But we've been a really good country, done a lot of good within this world. And the only way I think that we'll be able to continue to do good in this world is by remembering why we're here, right? by not losing our way. And I think one of the ways in which we make sure that we don't lose our way is by returning to where we came from, right? Where did we come from? Well, we came from the Declaration of Independence. It's so grateful that we're able to celebrate this and that we're able to hopefully not just see it as a day of vacation, but as instead a day to remind ourselves of why the United States is what it is. Um, for ourselves, as Catholics, um, a one, uh, two kind of interesting kind of words of note is, is one, there's only one Catholic signer for the Declaration of Independence, and that was Charles Carroll, from Maryland. Um, and so the rest of them are all Protestant. So we actually have a very Protestant formation within it. And in fact, for a long time, it was thought that Catholics couldn't be good citizens of the United States uh, because we were loyal to Pope. But uh, many, many other things very interesting within that. Uh, this also very much thought that the Declaration of Independence is formed specifically on certain philosophical of. Uh, rule by the consent of the people and other things. However, we see that within the Declaration of Independence that it is not just the consent of the people that decide what is true and good or right or wrong, but is instead it comes from the creator, from God, from natural law. And we see that this is actually a formation, um, what some arguments make is from St. Bellarmine as well as St. Thomas Aquinas, that in fact the formation, although it's only signed by one Catholic, 
has very Catholic roots within it in terms of the formation uh, that happens. And I posted on Facebook uh, if you want to read a little bit more in depth in terms of what that kind of discussion is, which I found very interesting to be able to read about. Now, certainly, (laughs) it's difficult in our modern age to understand what is the separation of church and state. I referenced it earlier, and I think it's often misused in many different ways. But still, okay, so how do we properly bring our faith into politics? How do we remember where we came from and apply it? Well, I think one of the most important things that we need to do is remember that we are not God. I reference this many times, right? We don't decide what is right or wrong. We don't decide who God is, but God tells us who he is. He tells us what is right and wrong. He gives us natural law, and we can live in the natural law Um, And certainly we don't make the argument that everyone should be Catholic and has to show up to mass on Sunday and that should be within the laws of the United States. No, we're, we're not making an argument for that. But there are many things that we hold as Catholics that are not just because of our faith of revealed truths, but because we know them to be true in the natural law in which what God gives in what God gives us. We can look at the Ten Commandments. And there's a good argument that those Ten Commandments are from natural law. They are revealed, but they also we see within the natural law. And there are certain things that the Catholic Church teaches and professes and that we should hold up that aren't just because we're, it should be because we're Catholic. But it doesn't mean that it only applies to Catholic, if that makes any sense. And so how do we um, act as good citizens in this country? Well, I think we need to do so with humility. The country is made up of individuals, and each one of us are a member of this country. So if we want this country to continue continue in any form and fashion, we need to be the best citizens that we can. And the best citizens isn't uh, ooh-rah-rah, United States is always right, but is in instead uh, a, a position of humility, a recognition Uh, that we need God and that we can bring our faith and that the best citizens that we can be is actually when we become saints. If we live out our faith perfectly and as we live as saints, hopefully pursuing God, we will actually be the best citizens that this country can have. I think, uh, I really hope that you're all able to look again over the second reading today, uh, the second reading this beautiful beautiful uh, reading that reminds us of where power and greatness come from. Not from ourselves, but actually from God. And not just uh, from God and separation, but actually from our weakness, right? He says, the power of, uh, I gladly boast in my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell in me. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And so we as Catholics in our citizenship and our reflection on this country, let us always remember that we are human, that we are weak, but yet with Christ, we are strong. And so uh, let us continue to acknowledge God in our life and in our country and be the best citizens that we can continue to bring this country forward, hopefully always united to God.